Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to A Word with Guguletu. Thank you so much for joining this space. Whether you're here for the first time or not, I appreciate your presence and thanks so much for tuning in. Um, first of all, I wish every single person a very happy, happy new year. Um, I, I truly hope that the ushering in of this new year has been graceful and merciful towards all of you in every sense of the word and I think I don't speak for myself when I say that the past two years and probably longer for a lot of us um, have been difficult you know without a shadow of a doubt they've been difficult um, very transformative time in all of our lives you know individually and even as a collective there are just so many transformations and losses and gains and lessons and experiences that we all had to conquer and face um, these past two years and so going into this new year i i wish more than anything for all of us to have peace and um um, a secure state of mind more than anything um, and hopefully we can appreciate all that has been good and move and focus our attention more on those things more on our passions more on our talents and our skills and our dreams um, with the knowledge that what we focus on is what will grow um, and also, I hope that we all can be able to eventually see the other side of the tunnel, you know. Um, I hope that things begin to make sense for you as to why certain things may have happened a certain way. Um, as uncomfortable as it may have been, we all know that growth always requires a certain level of discomfort and of pain and even loss many times um and so i just honestly am sending all of you guys you know my well wishes and just keep in mind and remember that there's always a bigger picture to these things and even though things may not make a lot of sense right now um trust in the process trust in yourself and most importantly enjoy the time that you have here because it's not forever you know that's one thing that is guaranteed so those are my well wishes for you guys and um yeah thank you my beautiful people thanks so much for joining in thank you for making um something come into fruition for me and being supportive of that um doesn't go unnoticed and i wish you the best and i wish you the same tenfold <laughs> all right guys so this is the first episode of um 2022 
am and I wanted to do something a little bit romantic <laughs> well it's not actually romantic but I would like to talk about um, something that is more within the the context or the category of romantic relationships and romantic love um, because it's almost <laughs> Valentine's Day <laughs> so so it's good to exercise our love muscles and the awareness and just have those discussions um, I'm also actually working on another episode and that one is gonna require me to do a little bit <laughs> a little bit of um research because i i wanted to be a fair discussion and i wanted to be um something that has a good foundation you know um because it's gonna be more in the realm of what's going on in the world i want to make sure that i've got my bases covered you know and it's not just me talking just for the sake of talking so i thought that we'd break in the new year with something a conversation rather um that has to do with love and if you i mean you can see the title so the topic is i love the idea of you <laughs> and um <clears throat> I think this is something that um, is it's a little bit vague in, in, in all honesty but there are a lot of things that we can pinpoint that I do believe relate back to our individual journeys of healing based on the kinds of romantic interactions we have and interactions in general based on that we get an idea get an understanding of our individual journey of healing and what it is we need to do or where it is that we're at um it is obviously my belief i've said this many times that you know everything is a reflection of everything and so um you know when we talk about love and romantic relationships and marriage and in in essence the idea of union and coming into union with people um it is i think one of life's greatest teachers um about ourselves about the world about other people um and just about what it means to be at large there are a lot of skills that go into <laughs> harboring healthy relationships with people and there's an emphasis on healthy relationship um even unhealthy relationships though you know there there's a level of skill that goes into harboring relationships um you got to practice your love muscles your trust muscles you got to practice your boundaries you got to you got to do a full uh almost mental and spiritual workout with yourself um <laughs> and um one of the things that makes union so beautiful to me is that it is oppor- it is an opportunity 
um, every time you you come into union with somebody, either you know being their romantic partner or even in friendships or you know familial relationships. Um, anytime you come into union with somebody, you are basically holding up a mirror and you're agreeing with this person to hold up a mirror and it's a great opportunity to grow and it's a great opportunity to learn how to love which i think is very important it's very important to know how to love people um how to love yourself of course um and sometimes i mean you you can't learn that you know without loving people um you know whenever we talk about these things you know there's obviously the self love movement which um me personally I'm you know I'm a great proponent for that because I think it's something that um it, we've just had a collective awareness and realization of how important it is um you know for us as individuals to embrace and to love ourselves and how important and um you know how much of a correlation there is between people who love themselves and a society that loves each other right so obviously the self love movement ha- it 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 will tell you that in order to love other people you need to learn how to love yourself or you need to be able to love yourself and i do agree with this but not to um an absolute I think in fact that many times <laughs> um what is required is for us to allow ourselves to love other people and oftentimes that can teach us a lot about loving ourselves. I think that we can move from each of these mechanisms mechanisms and um what can i say like flows and pathways um of where we're giving and where we're receiving love so i want to talk a little bit about that today and um i want to talk about love in the sense of it being a skill because i think that's something we um maybe don't see love as um for example i think that I personally believe that in each and every single one of us there is the capability to love. There is the essence of love. Um but in our day-to-day life many of us are afraid of love. We don't know how to love. We don't know how to be loved. We don't even know what that looks like or feels like. Um or we tend to have more toxic variations of that throughout our lives right so one of those toxic things i think is that or one of the reasons behind that rather i think is that we only love the idea of loving people and of even loving ourselves we only love the idea of self love we only love the idea of our partner who we say we love and who does so much for us and we do so much for them um 
as opposed to just having the skills to love a thing for what it is. So I actually want to start this off with (laughs) a writing that I had started with. Um, I'm really trying to get back into writing this year. Um, Writing is something I always used to do you know for fun (laughs) when I had time and you know just when days seemed longer and the sun seemed brighter but writing is something I always did and um was always very good at and you know to an extent I was passionate about it and I I kind of just let go of that and let that dwindle away so I'm gonna be trying to um bring that back into my life this coming year so so this is something I started writing I it's not a poem it's not necessarily anything it's just some ideas which um inspired this topic actually so I'm just gonna read this I used to think I was the perfect lover I really believed that even love had ceilings to its heights especially when it comes to loving people Loving people is demanding, fortifying only to the extent you are solid within your own ground. I realized I didn't love these lovers, I only loved the idea of them. They were souls in the shapes of distinct elements of my personal fantasies. New encounters often felt like distant memories of passionate scenes, and anything less than romantic began to feel a little tragic even admitting to that is exhausting but soon enough i began to see what these connections were trying to show me solid truths in me reflected and only reconciled once accepted so yeah there's a lot going on there (laughs) um you know it's it's really just ideas um that came about um and i think that the reason we struggle so much with the the idea of loving is because we're afraid to give too much of ourselves um and within reason like things are not how they used to be you know maybe 50 100 years ago and change is obviously always to be accept, um, expected, <clears throat> rather. Um, and the world has to keep moving. Things cannot stay the same. Um, you know, societal values do not stay the same. That's just how it goes. But um, I will say that one of the things, you know, or rather, let me say this. There are good things about that and there are also bad things about that there are certain things um with every era that we go through that probably it would have helped if we had kept them the same and certain things that the change was definitely for the better um i would say that when it comes to love and romantic relationships and dating um well firstly there is um a decline in meaningful um, unions, right? People don't really see the need of 
getting married and this is um both genders right this is this is on both sides of the 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 the, the table um men don't really see a point in it <laughs> um most women don't want to either um because there's just there's just no no reason to 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 do things and of course it's like with the chance of getting hurt definitely not but i think we often find ourselves in situations where we cannot cannot escape um the power and the spontaneity of love right um and oftentimes i think we meet people and we get into these romantic connections and endeavors really 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 loving the idea of us being in love because the sad truth that many of us will not <laughs> be able to tell ourselves is that we can't fathom that life can be so good that we can have a good stable life we can have a good job a good you know good things going for us and we can be loved and give love in a authentic um meaningful and fulfilling way many of us just don't believe that if not that we're worthy we just don't really believe that that's possible because it's it's just like you have to pick right um you got to pick which one you want money or love love or money and it's my belief that whatever you pick you're going to miss elements of the other side um and that's just the way that life goes but something that stood out to me in reflections and observations that I've made when it comes to this topic um is that we have become very comfortable with using other people um we use other people all the time you know to fulfill our personal fantasies and to some degree i i i i i think um how can i say this it's not necessarily good to use people by any means <laughs> um but i think we can all recognize that there is a transactional kind of method or code you know in this world that we live in everything is a little bit transactional um it doesn't necessarily have to mean money it, it's kind of like um you know an eye for an eye i do this you know you do that for me you know i scratch your back you scratch my back too so it's no surprise then that even in the area or category of love i mean love is no different right um we have that kind of transactional mindset when we go into these things and <laughs> i think that the truth about that is that it's very emptying it's very um it's very shallow and it's very isolating more than anything um and this is why a lot of people 
you know or maybe a lot of us we have these superficial relationships around us um where we kind of mimic love with these people around us and at this point i'm not only talking about you know romantic partners um this can literally you know be any kind of relationships that you have with people but they are superficial because we're all traumatized in one way or another and we're afraid of going too deep you know and we're afraid of somebody getting too deep to us it's almost like if you have um an open wound and it's like you know that maybe you need to disinfect it let's say you need to disinfect an open wound you know that disinfecting it will in the bigger picture make it feel better and you know make it all right but that initial pain of going of that contact right the contact between the hurt and the lesson that initial pain and realization of all of that is sometimes too much to bear and many of us are just not willing to go through that when you can just ball out and <laughs> live your life <laughs> um solo dolo right so i'm going to attempt to reason why maybe that doesn't have to be the case right um obviously i'm definitely aware that these are things that not everybody really is interested in you know some people just they would rather not spend their lives in union with anybody they're not really interested in you know serious um relationships um but i think it would be a lie for anybody to say that they're not interested in meaningful relationships you know i i don't care like how um what's the word like how nonchalant <laughs> um any one person can claim to be um i think something that we all want and rightfully so because we are deserving of it is meaningful relationships um and we often lie to ourselves you know i mean these days <sighs> we all know how it goes it's 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 a it's a it's a hookup culture and um I don't want to sound like preachy, right? I'm not um that's really not my intention. More than anything, I am an observer and I am a, you know, a participant in this weird experiment <laughs> as much as I think everyone else is. Um and I'm just trying to really ask myself if certain things make sense and trying to understand why does we do certain things um all right so let's go back to some of the reasons why um i think we don't have to necessarily choose between loving the idea of something and actually loving people I want to go back to the idea of loving yourself in order to love other people or loving other people and using that as a way to learn how to love yourself. So as I said before, I think that it goes both ways, right? 
Um, I've been doing a lot of reading on complex PTSD or childhood PTSD and something interesting um, you know that came up and you know that is that comes up as you know uh, symptoms or um, symptoms of when you're dysregulated right because your, your brain goes through this whole thing where you become dysregulated whenever you get triggered um, it's almost like the re-traumatization happens all over again um, especially because complex PTSD or childhood PTSD um, it's trauma that results from um, multiple small kind of incidents or small kind of traumas I don't even want to say that they're small traumas but just in the sense that it's almost like a huge big traumatic event has been atomized and it just keeps happening over a period of time you know or periods of time in a person's life so you know when you're dealing with the effects of cptsd either as um you know an adult with cptsd a teenager with cptsd or or whatever the case may be um every time you get triggered it's almost like you get re-traumatized and one of the big things that comes with that is that you develop these coping mechanisms right um and whenever you get dysregulated or triggered those are what you turn to because they're what worked when you were a child right so isolating yourself because there was maybe violence you know happening right in front of you and you know you were afraid um works really well you know for a six-year-old you know so i don't want it to seem like nobody chooses their coping mechanisms we we choose our body chooses and our brain chooses best based on what we need for our survival so we are literally always doing the best we can (laughs) at any given moment i promise you it's in your biology to 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 want to survive and to just try to thrive and to try to make it um but isolating yourself as you know a young adult who is going now through different stages in your life you know you're maybe starting work starting school um there are certain things that need you to have certain social skills and relationship skills that your coping mechanisms from childhood will not allow you to do freely so I think that was a lot (laughs) that was a lot so let me just um, reel it back in with that being said I think that why a lot of us will tend to um, isolate ourselves is because in one way or another we are traumatized Um, and in this context um, let me say I'm speaking specifically about you know those um, intimate relationships right like i want to say just romantic relationships but it's just that it's just not only romantic relationships you know even if you're somebody who really you're not interested in romantic relationships and you're like love is dead i don't care that's absolutely fine but i i can almost guarantee that 
these same behaviors and mechanisms will still apply to other types of relationships that you may have in your life you know because we all need we all have some type of relationships even when we don't necessarily want them and so these coping mechanisms um they don't allow us to love freely in the way that we want to give and receive that love so i think a good um sort of solution to this or a good way to think about this and to maybe tackle um this dichotomy that happens between loving people and loving the idea of people and loving the fantasy or the aspect of your fantasy that they fulfill or that relationship fulfills is to understand that we don't lose anything um, by giving love and for me that's been a big lesson and that's been something that has been very difficult to understand because if you are used to losing um it ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy so you go into these superficial relationships already expecting that this is not real i'm being played (laughs) i don't need anybody um and inevitably that is what you create because that is what you're focused on um that is maybe more importantly what you believe you know at your very core and even if you love yourself if what you desire or if there's some Emblance of any kind of desire for you to be loved by other people doesn't matter how much you love yourself but if you do not practice what it means to love other people and what it means to be loved by other people you will never see that manifesting in your life and you'll always have a sense of emptiness a sense of unfulfillment in that area of your life Um, and I think that even just having an awareness of that even if the only thing that you can do right now is just to have an awareness of that it will lead you closer to being honest about what it is that you desire Um, it's not a bad thing to desire a meaningful relationship it's not a bad thing to desire a serious relationship it's not a bad thing to desire commitment it's not a bad thing to desire all of these things that you desire what's important is to honor that desire and to almost hold the feeling of that within yourself and the last thing is you have to practice um we we are very comfortable with the idea of practicing for many things you know um if you play a sport i'm pretty sure you you know you have to practice in order to become better um if you're in school whatever subject that it is that you're learning you have to practice 
the skills and then the application of those skills in order to become better at it. The same thing goes for our heart and mind space and relationships. We have to practice and I think understanding that love has no ceilings to its height as I said in my little writing um, is a good step because then you realize that you don't necessarily lose anything when you give even when it's not reciprocated and nobody likes to go through that you know nobody likes to um, love someone or something that doesn't love them back and I'm also not saying that you should do that what I'm saying is that in the process of that you will have learned something about what it means to love people you will have learned something about how you don't want to feel because you know how it feels and you don't want to have that feeling again and that in itself is a lesson that can be valued and can be used in your endeavors Um, and the next time that you try or the next time that there is an opportunity to come into union with somebody hopefully you will have the courage with the lessons that you've learned from that experience about how to go about it this time and do it in a different way um, so that you can actually have what you desire you know don't shut out your desires just acknowledge them because they are there for a reason um every time you have a desire it also means that you have a way to make that desire come true or else you would not have that desire within you um it's just that it's not easy to go through lessons it's not easy to um realize that you were wrong about something it's not easy to have to look at yourself and say well geez like maybe there's a kind of a pattern here like maybe (laughs) maybe it's not always everybody else maybe there's something that I'm doing here where I'm crying out for something but I don't know how to meet that need I don't know how to actualize it and I'm a big believer in awareness being one of the most important steps in trying to solve any problem Um, just have the awareness of it and focus on what it is that you want because I, I, I shortly believe that that is what will continue to grow um so yeah that's 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 what i think about the whole um loving others it's something that we have to practice and we have to do that as well as practice the love that we have for ourselves because it's it's an it's a it's a it's a it's a foundational aspect of everything um but i just wanted to offer a different perspective on maybe if you feel like you really are you know doing your best like you 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 really are on this self-love journey and everything seems to be going great but you your relationships perhaps you're always fighting with people you maybe you just don't have any real meaningful 
relationships around you and you feel something is missing in that area um you can use the same love that you have for yourself and practice how to love other people from that all right guys um and i guess the last thing i kind of just want to say is um regarding the idea of you know using people to <laughs> fulfill our little personal fantasies um i think this is where the trust in yourself and having your yourself in solid ground um becomes important so that you can separate even yourself from your personal fantasies um because personal fantasies are not always the best thing for us right um sometimes you have dark personal fantasies right they're not always like glitters and rainbows and <laughs> we sometimes adjust ourselves to these toxic situations and to these um half effort or half you know half full um situations because we've almost become well adjusted to that right it's it goes back to the self fulfilling prophecy um what we expect becomes what we have so what if you saw yourself as being worthy of being loved and what if you saw yourself as worthy of every desire that you had when you truly believe that i think that the world responds the world around you responds to that the instincts around you respond to that um everything around you will respond to that because it is something that you believe and it is something that you know maybe more importantly so then you don't go around using people to fill in whatever is missing within you or whatever desire you are not really addressing or being comfortable with the truth is that when we have these people right these um what can i say these people and these encounters in the shapes of what we think it is we want um nobody no interaction really belongs to you right it is all happening for you with you um sometimes it may be happening to you but it doesn't belong to you and so while that person that interaction fills that missing element in your personal fantasy for that time there's going to come a point when that person or that thing is going to want to leave and go to the next thing because there's nothing authentic that's keeping that in your life and you know this at your core which is why 
you keep doing this, which is why you have to have these multiple experiences, these multiple options, these multiple um, lifelines almost available, so that the minute that something feels empty, you can just fill it up, fill it up with something else, and fill it up with something else, um, and you know this this kind of you know goes in with the idea of addiction how we can get addicted to many things um <laughs> whether it's sex romantic encounters drugs whatever it is it is that there's something that is empty that we are not addressing and so we're going to keep attracting that which makes us unhappy and which is unhappy because we are unhappy with that element so what i would say and what i would try to leave this conversation with um so sort of to conclude i would just urge all of us to consider you know when we say we love people, when we even say we love ourselves, is to ask ourselves if we really love those people, if we really love ourselves, or we just love the idea of loving someone. We just love the idea of what it is they feel at that particular moment in time. If we just love the idea of loving ourselves, but when it comes to it, we allow people to treat us any way that they want or we don't take care of ourselves we don't make the necessary changes in our lifestyles to reflect that love that we say that we have for ourselves um and if that is the case and you're able to have the awareness of it i think you're already you know 10 steps ahead of the game um when it comes to building healthy relationships and getting closer to that healthy kind of love that we all kind of crave we all we all need um that human interaction we all need to know what it feels like to give and receive love in an authentic um way at that so thanks so much for joining you guys um i hope you enjoyed this conversation it was a little like I said, it's a it's a big topic, but these are just some of the things that I wanted to talk about when it comes to our romantic relationships and some things to think about. And um, yeah, because I think like everything else we talk about, you know, when it comes to spirituality and, you know, lessons from life, love is to a skill and we can always practice those muscles by reflecting and you know it it always for me i do believe it always goes back to you know your childhood you know might even go further back like we're talking lifetimes you know (laughs) what 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 happened in your past lifetime but i think something we can all agree on and that there's substantial evidence on is that um much of how we operate and how we do things um is based on our childhood here um in this lifetime right so always good to think about always good to talk about and um thanks so much for joining you guys
um i'll talk to you next time on a word with kukuletu bye